This week on the pod, the doshas hit the bar with some broches. And in the spirit of the holiday season, we talk about trends we hate and how to stay sane while falling down the dark hole that is the internet. Hey, welcome back to Cougars and Coladas. Woohoo! This is Mel. This is Laura. And we're hanging. We're hanging. Happy almost New Year. Yes, happy almost New Year. I hate New Year's. Yeah, we were just talking about it. I'm kind I don't have plans yet, but I would really like my plans to be staying in my home. I stayed in my home last year and it was lovely. I woke up for the first time on New Year's Day, not hungover totally sober it's a great feeling last year I was not sober but we were at a friend's house um in Connecticut so it was kind of like a chill just like have food hang out drink with friends that's nice sounds great it was fun I said like completely ridiculous things to Dave that I have no memory of (laughs) as as per usual all of our fights revolve around like me thinking that we should be engaged and him saying like it's gonna happen soon <laughs> and like me just being like but I think you should tell me when and he, he <laughs> like him saying like no I can't tell you because that defeats the purpose and that I need to calm down but I'm like I'll, I'll calm down after it happens so like you know you could you could remedy this there's no <laughs> by just like picking up the pace Ayurvedic story time this week, Baby Coogs, is about a big night out drinking. It's not, you know, it's not explicitly about us, but I definitely recognize myself in this story. Same. (laughs) And we're we're, we're betting that you do too. On this Ayurvedic story time, so we have our our three doshas. Uh, We have Vata, who's our air dosha, Pitta, who's our fire dosha, and Kapha, who is our earth dosha. So there's a little bit of a refresher. So our three doshas are going to a cocktail bar, you know, girls night out. And the bartender's like, what can I get you? So Vata orders a vodka soda. Pitta gets herself a jalapeno margarita, nice and spicy. And Kafa orders an elderflower and lavender gin lemonade. Sounds Mm. so delightful. So good. And so they get their drinks. They settle in at the bar. You know, they're just chit-chatting, girl talk, whatever. Before long, a few brochas. We've coined that term, brocha. We've we've coined the term brochas. So a few brochas come along and start a conversation. And, you know, they're chit-chatting. They're like, Vata, you're so beautiful. And Vata's like, thanks. But if you look really closely, my face is totally asymmetrical. And Kafa jumps in. Have you ever said that to someone? What? That your face is asymmetrical? Yes. My face is asymmetrical. <laughs> if you like, if you look straight on at my nose, it goes to one side. Yeah, I, my eyes are kind of weird when I smile. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> See, everybody's faces are asymmetrical. And Kafa jumps in and she's like, your face might be asymmetrical, but beautiful does not mean symmetrical. And then the brochas are like, oh, Kafa, you're so sweet. And Kafa's like, thanks. Vata's just saying that her face is asymmetrical because she's a perfectionist. And then Pitta jumps in and she's like, you know, perfection is the enemy of success. That's why Vata only has 300 Instagram followers. And then she burn. <laughs> burn. And then she orders herself another jalapeno margarita. And the brochures are like, oh, Pitta, you're so funny. And Pitta's like, thanks. I know. That's what, that's what I always say <laughs> when I'm complimented. Thanks. Shocking. I know. <laughs> 
So they continue talking. Vata gradually fades out of this group conversation because she really prefers her own thoughts and observations to the inanity of bar conversation, which I can relate to. Every once in a while, I'm just not in the mood. Be a sponge. I like yeah, to be a sponge. Exactly. You're like, no, I don't want to talk about your finance job. Next. You know, Pitta, who's a sucker for compliments and talking about herself. She's on her third jalapeno margarita. She's flirting with the two other brochas. Kafa's ordered a water to go with her second drink, and she's deep in conversation with the third brocha on the other side of Pitta. And so after a while, our three doshas head to the restroom to chat, where, you know, we all we all do when we're on a girls' night. We're like, okay, time to circle up in the ladies' room. <laughs> Group field trip to the bathroom. Group field trip. I remember in college going to the bathroom at Lupo's and like that's where shit happened. <laughs> I made so many friends there. It'd be like people you would never speak to in school. And then you go to Lupo's was this like really trashy bar that you could get into underage. May I rest in peace. <laughs> Except for the week before my 21st birthday when I had somebody's fake ID that looked nothing like me and I knew nothing about it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got the idea that I had said I was 26. And one day they told me I looked really young. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and went into the bar. <laughs> Thanks. I'm 19. <laughs> I was like, that is quite the compliment. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. the So they went to the restroom. You know, have, have to have a little girl chat away from the brochas. Pitta is wasted because she said three jalapeno margaritas and she's like ready to go. And she's like, these guys invited us back to a rooftop. Like, let's go. And Vata's like, well, you know, I do like rooftops. And Kafa jumps in and she's like, I don't know. We just met them. We don't even know them. I'm not sure that we should go to a rooftop with them. And Pitta's like, I'm pretty sure that they're not going to murder us. Plus, it seems like you and that and that one guy connected. And Kafa's like, yeah, he was telling me about his abusive girlfriend. She really seems horrible. And they've been together for so long that he loves her too much to leave her. You know, it's really it's really very sad. You know, that one person who's always like somehow in a deep life changing conversation at the bar. <laughs> I've been all three of these people. Yes, me too. On occasion. <laughs> I feel like my favorite is the kafa because you just learn the most random shit about people. Yeah, that's true. That That's definitely like a good vibe as long as you're like there for it. You know, if you're yeah. in the mood to just like go real deep into somebody's personal history, yeah. it can be great. If you're not, it's like, all right, please move away from me it's with like, your feelings. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Sorry about that. <laughs> wow. Unfortunate. <laughs> Kafa is having a really depressing conversation with her brocha. Um, and Pitta jumps in and she's like, Only you would have a counseling session in a cocktail bar. Come on, let's go. And she's getting like a little whiny and a little impetuous because she had like some tequila and some jalapeno. She's getting a little bit more fiery. And Vata's like, I'm going home. I have shit to do tomorrow. You can do whatever you want. And she knows that if she stays, she's just going to get annoyed with Pitta. She doesn't want to like cause a, you know, a scene or a blow up or whatever. And Pitta's like, fine. Kafa, are you in? And Kafa's like, such a good friend. And she's never going to leave somebody who asked for backup. She's like, fine. Let's go to the rooftop. So we cut to the next morning. Kafa's sleeping until like 1 p.m. because they got home too late. And Vata has been up since 5. She worked out. She got all her errands done. And then Pitta's all up in the group chat being like, eh, last night was like, okay. I thought it was going to be a lot more interesting. <laughs> And you know that's that's our Ayurvedic story. That's time the story for today. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. I just feel like I I've definitely been all of them, and it's stories like I think the stories are really helpful ways to just kind of 
understand the doshas a yeah. little bit more. Put things into the context yeah. of the 21st century life. That, but that, that coffee drink just sounds really good. Yeah, the elderflower and lavender gin lemonade had it. Delicious. If, if there's a, ever a drink on a cocktail menu that involves like lemon or lavender, like I order it. I'm a really big fan of elderflower, actually, I don't which think is a strange it. thing to be a fan of, but I like it. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I'm also really picky with my cocktails. If it's too sweet, I get really cranky. Yes, I agree with you. That's why drinks like that, I can only have one because also it causes me to have like heartburn. A few weeks ago, I went out for a a drink or two with some coworkers and we had have you ever had a french 75 no you were telling me about this yeah thing. it is almost entirely sugar it's champagne simple syrup gin more than i never one really those, want actually. more than one though i know that's the thing is like it gets to be too sweet so i usually switch to something else after that yeah i've been trying to get into bourbon but not really so like whenever dave orders a lot of old fad old fashions mm-hmm. and i like like a taste of it but I think I like only let it like take touch my lips I don't actually take a full like sip of it but like I do <laughs> but I do like it when I when I do that I do like it and then the past couple times we've been in the mood for like a drink I've ordered an old-fashioned and I can't like he has to drink it and I order a glass of wine I'm like I can't like I can't do a whole <laughs> one or but we also have gone to places Can where I like the, like a half an old-fashioned <laughs> right well we've also gone to places where like the bourbon hasn't been that good so it's oh, like yeah. I really can't do I it can so. imagine where that is kind of a, a deal breaker my family's drink of choice is the manhattan and i usually do it with like really good bourbon but i just don't like bourbon i don't either like i can't really like i just can't really drink it and then one of the most recent times i was drinking bourbon i ended up crying at the end of my uncle's fucking third wedding i was like what is happening here bourbon so i'm surprised that it brings out the emotions i feel like wine usually does it not for me I, I feel like everybody's different. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Emotions. <laughs> Still hate them. Still can't handle them. And we're almost 30. <laughs> uh, uh, feelings. Yeah. Feelings. I do love that meme. The the Grinch. <laughs> when the Grinch is like laying in the snow and he's like, help me. I'm feeling. <laughs> Still one of my favorite ones. <laughs> now <laughs> mel just did some jazz hands jazz hands <laughs> she's also wearing a shirt that says i hate everything which is I, just <laughs> she she dressed for the occasion i did that's true so um and i'm also wearing pants from broadway dance center so that's where the jazz hands came in <laughs> yeah she's really she's really you also have a hole in your crotch <laughs> <laughs> it's only a little one but cool. it's like a little gotta air it out <laughs> like i'm airing it out some circulation <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> now that we've discussed my outfit for the day, so let's get into some trends. So, um, and influencers also. Obviously, we're living in an Instagram world, and we are Instagram girls. <laughs> wow. Except we're not really. I really tried to make that Madonna joke work, but I feel like it doesn't work because we're not actually that big on Instagram. Well, we we have follow us on Instagram. We by the have way, it, at yeah. Cougars and Coladas. <laughs> we do have an Instagram. We're not active posters. Where were we? Oh. Influencers, Instagram, living in an Instagram world, being Instagram girls. Yes. 
in the Instagram world, obviously everybody knows influencers are all over the place. And even if you don't necessarily know them explicitly to be influencers, you know, they're people who are, uh, you know, travel influencers, yoga influencers, lifestyle influencers, which I never really understood lifestyle influencers. But we did just read that article in the Wall Street Journal about how Gwyneth Paltrow is like the original quote unquote lifestyle influencer. Oh God. Do not get me started on Gwyneth Paltrow because I fucking hate her. Actually, get give Mel a strong cocktail and then get her on Gwyneth Paltrow and you won't have to say anything for the rest of the night. That's true. Obviously, the more that wellness, like all kinds of wellness, physical, mental, financial, all of that shit comes into play, the more influencers there are that are popping up around wellness trends and wellness influencing. Laura, what's your experience with wellness trends and influencers? What do you think about them? I am a person who is very, I don't think I am a gullible person but I think I can be easily influenced I don't know maybe if that's the same thing I just don't like the word gullible yeah I I, don't think that gullible is the same thing as being susceptible to influence because I think I'm just a person that when I read something I'm like I I can see myself in a lot of different articles just like we were talking about with Ayurvedic story time how we can see ourselves in all of those Mm -hmm. all of the different doshas so I think when I read something about like oh, you should be adding collagen to everything. Or like, you need to be taking this probiotic and this. And, and, and then I'm like, oh, I need all of these things. Like, you're right. I can. I, and I think it can lead you to be kind of lose your mind. Yeah. And I think I lose my mind on the reg. And part of it is because I read a lot on the internet, which is, I've said this before, but like the internet is not safe. <laughs> and I consider myself a smart person. And it's it scares me when I'm reading these things and buying into it. And then thinking about all of the people who, you know, maybe aren't able to kind of take the step back from time to time and be like, oh, this person actually like has no degree. I've actually never had a conversation with them. What they're saying, great, I'm glad it works for them, but that might be terrible for me. Right. Well, that leads me to two questions. First off, how do you how do you separate the people who are actually trained in something and the people who have actually studied what it is they're talking about versus the people who are picking things up from the internet and like maybe learning but not learning holistically about something? Like how do you separate those two and reconcile that? That's a good question. I think it took me a while to kind of get there, but you need to one kind of understand who's writing what they're what you're reading. Mm-hmm. So if it's somebody who you know is a lifestyle blogger, um, but they're writing about Gwyneth fucking Paltrow, relax. <laughs> <laughs> but they're writing about you know vitamins and super superfoods, especially and herbs and things like that. And I'm not talking about like parsley and cilantro. I'm talking mm-hmm. about like Ayurvedic herbs or traditional Chinese medicine herbs or mm-hmm. supplements in general. Um, you need to kind of really see who's writing it and are they, could they potentially be sponsored by, you know, whoever, whatever product they're kind of writing about. So I think that's one thing. Um, And also understanding that supplements and herbs and stuff are, can be very powerful and very strong and you can't just kind of you can't like, just decide, oh, I'm going to do this and yeah. like figure it out along the way. Somebody really should give you some guidance on right. things like that. Exactly. And, you know, that's where you should take your 
interest off the internet and start to go talk to people like find an ayurvedic coach or uh you know an acupuncturist or a chinese herbalist or something somebody, somebody who to has talked to yeah because you know you might be looking at your symptoms as or whatever you want to be feeling in a vacuum and you're not looking at it from the whole person because i can say like ooh i have this skin issue therefore i need to take this vitamin but you're not looking at what else could be going on in your body and somebody who has an understanding of them can look at you the whole way cuz i there have been times where i've like read about supplements or things online and I've gone in to see a nutritionist or something and be like, I read that this could be really good. And they're like, yeah, that could be really good, but not for you because you also have like X, Y, Z symptoms or you're, you know, it could interact with like something else that you're taking. And when you're reading about these things, it doesn't always explicitly say that. So you can't, unless you like are a doctor, you, you generally shouldn't play doctor on yourself or kind of take. Or for other people. You know, yeah. and and we on this podcast and on our Instagram, which is a little bit lacking, we do provide like tips, like Ayurvedic tips for incorporating things into your daily routine or into your life. But we're not we're not providing that as an absolute. You know, it's it's not like you need to incorporate Kachari into your meal schedule. Right. You don't want to. We like to do it from time to time. But we like Kachari. I make it at least once a week. I love it. Maybe you don't. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing that I've found, especially because I've had skin issues for so long, is when I was first like really diving into like what could be the problem like on the internet is because I didn't want to continue taking like steroids for my skin and stuff Mm -hmm. especially if it wasn't working so I was looking for alternative ways of healing and I think if you're going in with like a sick mindset um, and you're looking for alternative ways of healing a lot of the way that blogs and things are written are like this is the only way like there's this big um, there's this guy and he has a couple books he's called the medical medium and he's not a doctor but he claims he's a medium and he has this huge following of people that are following his protocols. And one of his big things is like having celery juice first thing in the morning because it's good for like cleansing your liver and other things. And But he's very much kind of like a, a raw food, fat-free diet kind of person. And like mm-hmm. people have, you know, according to his Instagram and other people on the internet, you know, they've followed his protocol and have been like miraculously healed. And it's it's kind of like, when you're not feeling well, you're like, ooh, is that what I need to do? But then you read something else that it's like, you need to have more like fats and meats and proteins. And it's like, ooh, should I try that? And it's like, you should cut all like gluten, dairy, grains and nightshades out of your diet. And it's like, ooh, should I try that? So you kind of like fly all over the place and it's it's exhausting. And I feel like it makes a lot of problems like it, worse than they right. are. And even if it's not physical problems, even if you start to physically feel better, it does create more anxiety and more because it takes up more mental space and more emotional space yeah. to jump back and forth between those things than it does to to take your time in figuring out the things that work for you. And it's paralyzing in a lot of ways too, because you're like, you're reading that all of these different things are the way or a way. And it's kind of also very stressful to be like, I have to make these dramatic overhauls in order to feel better. And a lot of times it's like, I don't think I need that, but I don't, I'm lost in the information and I don't even know what I need anymore. There are so many things that are promoting and you'll see this typically with lifestyle influencers so many things that are promoting this way of living and if you don't live that way at all you can feel as though you need to make 
a complete overhaul and a complete change in your life and in your habits and in the way that you eat and the way that you work out and everything you can feel like I don't do any of this correctly I really have to you know switch up everything that I do and that sort of ties into what we talked about last time where making that kind of huge change is not sustainable and you have to learn what it is that is going to work for you in the long term. And really the only way to do that is to make small changes, see how you feel. And if it works, keep doing it. And if it doesn't work, then you try something else. It's not about, you know, and again, this is something that we touched on before. The instant gratification, it's just not going to happen with anything that has to do with your wellness. You're not all of a sudden going to buy these $400 bath salts from Goop. Sorry, I'm going to stop talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. But you're Take not, a deep breath. You're not going to all of a sudden buy these $400 bath salts and then just be... You're not going to be Gwyneth Paltrow if you buy these bath salts. Like, that's right. what it is. But they're selling like a way of feeling. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of people want to feel the way that they think these people feel. Sure. If that makes sense. Right. So it's like, I you're like, understand. ooh, I want to be her like her. So I'm going to do this. And like, yeah, I'm sure they feel great but like you might do that and you might feel terrible and like that's okay and it's just a matter of you have finding what works for you and it's such I hate when people say that because it's such a cliche but it is like so true and I think some some influencers especially like the better ones are saying this is what's worked for me but Mm -hmm. this doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you and a lot of times they do tell kind of like a trial and error kind of story and it's Mm -hmm. hard to when you're in that story yeah like yeah for sure especially if something is frustrating or has been going on for a long time you just want to figure out what works and so spending a lot of time trying to figure it out seems almost even more frustrating yeah because there are so many options out there and you just want to try them all at once because they've all worked for somebody right and I think that's like a big takeaway is that If you have a thought or an idea, you can find many places on the internet that's going to validate what your thoughts are. A hundred percent. So you can make a case for literally anything. So then the question becomes how or how do you evaluate all of this so that you don't drive yourself crazy? Because you can get into an internet hole and be arguing two flip sides of the same treatment for ever you know that's like literally what I'm doing yeah so how do you and you know I'm asking you this because I feel like you have more experience with this kind of thing than I do I Mm -hmm. tend to like read two things and I'm like okay I'll just (laughs) guess I'll try this (laughs) so how do you how do you reconcile being able to argue both sides of it and figuring out what is gonna be right for you to try I can't really answer that because I have not successfully done that done that but I think one thing that I am very good at is seeing both sides of the coin and kind of playing dad- devil's advocate for like anything, especially when it comes to like health things. Mm-hmm. But I think part of it for me is like one, a lot of it, or at least a lot of what I read has to do with like diet changes. And I don't necessarily feel like my diet is what is like a problem. Right. So I'm kind of like, and I'm also lazy. I'm like, I don't want to cut anything out of my diet because I think that'll 
And when I was working with a nutritionist, she had said this to me too. She was like, if you cut too much out, I think it's going to like increase your vata and stress you out more. And I don't think it's going to help in any way. Mm -hmm. So I kind of go back and forth between like wanting to go on a juice cleanse or like taking things out of my diet for a month and then being like, I don't think that's a problem. So I don't want, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that is my internal dialogue. But part of that, I think, is also listening like to my body and myself and taking what I see online and realizing that there's not one way to solve the problem. And I think a lot of times it's finding the right finding a way that works for you and that is also helpful. So like if it's yeah. a dietary change, like, okay, but you like working with somebody who's going to kind of help you go through that, I think is yeah, also it's the also key. About finding the right balance of things that are going to work for you. Right. I mean, you just said there's not one thing that's going to work for you, which is an important point. It's not like you can just do one thing and everything in your whole life is going to change again. Right. Bath salts. Not like, going to do it. Not going to do it. And I think you do a really good job of this where you are very interested in discovering the holistic side of things, the mind-body connection and how mm -hmm. all of that affects your well-being, but then also bringing modern medicine, Western medicine into it as well when you need to. Yeah. And that's another big thing and a trend, especially of our generation, is to be very skeptical of Western medicine and to just be very cynical about it and say, oh, doctors always just want to prescribe things or they don't actually listen to mm -hmm. anything that you say that doesn't involve the physical and things like that. And, you know, if you go to a dermatologist, of course, they're going to find a dermatological problem. If you go right. to a, a cardiologist, of course, they're going to find a heart problem. Like there's a, a whole, obviously, that's what they've studied and that's what they know. Mm -hmm. And... It's you brought up an, an interesting point earlier when we were talking that our parents and their generation were taught that doctors know everything. You should always trust the doctor because they know what's going to be good for you. But the truth is, even though they've spent a lot of time studying, they still are focused on one area. Right. You know, they've spent a lot of time studying. They don't know all the sides of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no and it they can't be the end all be all. You right. Know, your wellness and so it's important to take that into consideration. But then our generation has taken it almost a little too far. There's the whole wave of like anti-vaccination people mm -hmm. who are like, well, all these drugs that like big pharma is trying to experiment on us and all these drugs cause more problems than than they actually help but then you know there's a current kind of wave in new jersey i know this because my cousin is a is a teacher in new jersey there's a wave of kids who are getting the measles because their parents didn't want to vaccinate them because they were like oh measles aren't an issue anymore and, yeah they're only know, not an issue because right. people are vaccinated exactly <laughs> and they see all these wellness bloggers who are like oh everything like natural is better and organic yeah. is better and it's better to exist naturally because that's how our ancestor di ancestors did it so we should do it this way too and then you ha you have to take yourself out of the vacuum of right now and you have to think about okay yes maybe our ancestors were not vaccinated but also half of their children died of the measles and all of the adults died at age 50 so there's there's something to be said for modern medicine right that yeah we're almost 30 right now and we are not at the halfway point of our lives yeah as far as we know hopefully yeah. <laughs> fingers crossed no but I think it's a valid point because like 
for me, like with my skin issues, like a lot of what you get prescribed is like topical steroids or steroids that you like take orally. And like, to me, that's scary, but it's also like, okay, I don't use that much of it and I only use it at my breaking point. But like, Mm -hmm. if you go online and read about people who have like used them forever and like their skin looks horrendous and then it like instills so much fear in you of them and it's like yeah I don't want to be putting like chemicals that smell like burning plastic on my body all the time because I just feel like that can't be good but at the same time for my sanity like yes I need them from time to time to just like calm things down and at first I was not okay with that and now I'm kind of at a point where I'm like Okay, because I've talked to I have a dermatologist now that I really like and she was like, I give this to babies. I think I get more skeptical when it's like this is like a new treatment that was just approved where I'm like, I feel like I want to know what the effects are in 30 years because I don't know, like I'm going to try to have a kid in a couple years and like, yeah, yeah, maybe after I pop them out, you can like play scientist on me but until then like let's get them out like let's get them normal and then like we'll we can get like crazy afterwards and then, yeah <laughs> what's along the same lines I definitely understand what you're saying I mean you know that I've been struggling with the anxiety and depression like my whole life right and I was always super super against taking medication because I was like oh the side effects are horrible like I can handle it on my own for a while when I first started doing yoga I felt like it was really helping me which it did it really did help me and yoga and Ayurveda helped me a lot to think about my anxiety and my depression in different ways but the truth was that it just it wasn't completely working and so now I've been on antidepressants for a year and I feel like the last year I my mood has been so much better my anxiety is so much less Mm -hmm. and I think to myself all the time like why did I wait so long and it was because everybody was like oh don't take antidepressants that shit is like you know you don't need it like you can't get off of that yeah, yeah you can't get off of them you don't need it it's just you know something by the drug companies designed to get you like paying for you know shit like all these conspiracy theories and sometimes you just need modern medicine store-bought is fine yeah store-bought is fine store-bought is fine if, uh, it was i mean i mean so who's hero of the pod here bow uh, down had her feature in the new york times a couple weeks ago she was also talking about her antidepressants or it was like if you can't meds. make your own neurotransmitter store-bought is fine yeah thank you exactly. i'm the garden <laughs> barefoot contested this shit like store-bought is fine if you can't make your own yeah i got my store-bought neurotransmitters laura's got her store-bought skin skin (laughs) shit and we're great we're totally fine we're totally normal yeah we're great guys you should want to be like us is that true I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. No, I, mean, I think it is. I mean, look at where we're sitting right now. Well, she has a very beautiful new gold pineapple snow globe. Yes. So I this do. room is fantastic. I'll, you know what? I'm going to take a, a video of it and put it on the gram. Yes. Content. Just follow us on Instagram at <laughs> Cougars and Galatas. Cool. Should we wrap this up? Yeah, I think maybe we what should. What are our main like takeaways of this? Don't drive yourself crazy. Know your sources. Go to a doctor if you need to. Store-bought is fine. Pretty much. Cool. Cool. On that note, see you in 2019, Cougs. What's in your colada this week? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, This is something I've been talking about doing for a long time, and we'll Google on the internet and then put it in my shopping cart and never actually buy it. Mm. Um, I signed up for a pottery wheel class that starts Ooh. at the early 2019. I'm very excited. It'll be Monday nights. I've been 
One, well, we talked about this, I think, in the first episode where my I, my preferred mug shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I really <laughs> like mugs. I really like bowls. And I feel like pottery, we all like, can make all of these things. But I also have been looking for something to do that's like me not going to like use my brain or I need some sort of creative outlet. And I've heard that this is really good because you can't like be on your phone and Mm -hmm. being like have your hands on the wheel at the same time. And my sister does it. um, And a couple of my coworkers do it too. So I found a place in the Upper West Side to do it. And I'm super excited about it. Cool. What's in your colada? In my colada this week is uh, an acupressure mat. The brand that I have is called Kanjo, uh, or it might be pronounced Kanyo or Kanho. K-A-N-J-O, people. O with an accent, the bar on the top of it. We're not sponsored by the brand that we can't pronounce, just FYI. (laughs) I'm just saying this of my own opinion. It is a mat that has these white plastic, they kind of look like roses, but they have pointy tips on them, and you basically lay on them to release your muscles, which is amazing just laying on it with my hip earlier this week because I have bursitis that has been acting up a bit Laura's sitting on it now it's pretty painful and yeah but it's painful in like one of those amazing ways I don't know if I agree with that (laughs) you've been sitting on it for the last 45 minutes doesn't mean I like it (laughs) but it works I think that is what's in my colada this week is acupressure take take care of your bodies googs Hashtag self-care. And your minds. Yeah. And um, I think that's it. That is it. Follow us on Instagram. Don't follow us on Twitter. That's right. Don't tweet at us. Send us an email. Roar at cougarsandcoladas.com. R-A-W-R at cougarsandcoladas.com. And stay tuned for 2019 content. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers.